0: Hi, this is Cindy and Michaela, and welcome back to Vine, Vine Space. Space. On this episode of Vine Space, today we'll be covering Kepler's three laws of planetary motion, and we st- thought that we'd start off with a quiz. Yay! Mm-hmm. <laughs> For our first question Who discovered that the orbits of planets are ellipses? Mm-hmm. Is it Galileo? No, you're an idiot. Damn, hit me hard. <laughs> how many laws of planetary motion did kepler discover i just said this but for some reason i want to say it's five who dropped you my mom makes sense our last and final question hopefully we'll get this one right probably the amount of time it takes earth to spin on its axis is called a day good job i am so proud What's the point in Earth's orbit when it's closest to the sun called? To be honest, I all know this. (laughs) Do you know this, Michaela? Huh? The aphelion, you fool! I think it's either better (laughs) the (laughs) perihelion. No, the perihelion is the furthest. It's the aphelion. All right, I think we should stop with this. So now let's get into the real stuff. We're going to learn about the three laws. Because we obviously know nothing. And we get that edumacation on space. Yep. So the first one is... Uh, The first law of planetary motion is that all planets move in an ellipse around the sun. And an ellipse is basically like you're not bringing it around town. Like, it's not a circle. It's an oval. You're bringing it like... Slightly around town, but at the same time, like, sometimes it's further Stretchy from the out. town. <laughs> More stretched out than the town. Yeah, it, sometimes you, like, go quite literally around, and you're like, oh, well, I'm very far from the town, and then sometimes you're really close to the yeah. town, is barely around it. Exactly. <laughs> so... That's it, basically. An oval. That, yeah, that's not what an oval, ellipse is. Ellipse, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, an yeah. ellipse, but it's like an oval shape, I kind think. Of, yeah. But yeah. So, but, like, our solar system, like, it's almost a perfect circle, though. Yeah, it's really close, especially, like, depending on the planets. Mm-hmm. Like, Earth is pretty close to a yeah, circle. But, you know, still not a circle. Still not a circle, <laughs> <Okay>. unfortunately.
1: <laughs>
0: and the sun is the main focus point of the ellipse. So, like, Kepler's second law is, according to our scientific notes, that the planetary motion describes the speed of a planet traveling in an elliptical orbit around the sun. It states that between the sun and the planet types equal errors and equal times. So what does that mean, Michaela, to you? Well, I think that it means that, like, our Earth isn't going to suddenly start, like, going hyperspeed around the sun and go (laughs) real fast. Yeah, it's not going to start, like... It's not gonna turn into like quicksilver yeah. all of a sudden. It's gonna like stay at a constant rate when it's moving, so it's gonna be like, you know, slow the speed. <laughs> yeah, kind of a slow boy. Like it's not gonna start like hurling yeah. us through space. <laughs> it's not gonna go that like, direction either. Too. Right? Yeah, it like stays at about the same dif- yeah. distance from the sun, especially because like our ellipses in our solar system well, are like not the same close to circles. Because- it gets closer to the sun. Yeah. Time, it in a year. Yeah. And it goes yeet away, you know? Yeah, it does yeet away. <laughs> but I guess it's, like, close. Close. To, yeah. Close. You know? I guess. <laughs> so, for our last uh, law that Kepler made is... Uh, that, like, the square of the orbital period of the planet is proportional to the cube of the semi-major axis of its orbit. So... Basically, we're measuring in shapes now. What does yeah. this mean, what, what the heck does that mean? Well, it means that the year on each planet, like, the year, because it's not officially a year, mm-hmm. has to do with how close you are to the sun. So, like, if you're really far away from the sun, you're not really going to have a short year. Yeah. So, Cause... sometimes it takes, like, for human years, it could be, like, 300 days, 300 years here. Yeah. But, like, so like basically, I'm moving to Pluto so yeah. that I never have to hit 30. I want to die. <laughs> you can also do that if you go <laughs> a Pluto. There's no oxygen. <laughs> right. No, but like, it just means that like, if you're in the outer ring of our solar system, a year is going to be really, really, really long. long. Yeah. Like new year, new me, quite <laughs> literally, because we'd be dead. But yeah, if you're also like, if you're close to the sun, like... It's going to be a shorter year yeah. because it basically has to do with like, how long it takes you to mm-hmm. orbit the sun. So basically, like, two days for us, right? <laughs> totally. Yeah. Not, like, 364 point, like, I think it was, No, like if 61. it's closer to the sun, it's like, isn't it, like, what's the what's closest plan? Mars? Um, no. Uh, Mercury? We're supposed to be good at this. Uh, but we're not. <laughs> Where's not. our notes? One second. Just... As you look up. Yeah, it is Mercury. Right. Okay, so, yeah, like, Mercury's year is, like... hecka short it's 88 days long for a year damn yeah just the year is darn. 88 days yeah done. that's a short time all right. all right so we have actual kepler here say hi to the audience kepler hello <clears throat> so kepler what got you into science
1: well it's not science it's uh celestial physics actually
0: i'm sorry uh so what got you into celestial physics
1: well, uh, basically, uh, I got into celestial physics when I saw the Great Comet in uh, 1577 when I was six years old. It uh, was pretty whack, actually, to be honest. Uh, it blew my mind when I saw it. I, it really just...
0: Wow. Fascinating, <laughs> this question. So, uh, let's go for some more common Kepler facts. When's your birthday?
1: Uh, I was born in December 27th, 1571.
0: Wow. Pretty old. Uh, when did you die?
1: Oh heck, I die? Oh man, Uh, well, I guess I died somewhere around November 15th, 1630.
0: Old. So, what what, what did you do before you became a scientist?
1: Uh, Celestial physics, physicist you mean? Uh, Well, actually I was a uh, math teacher in Austria. I became a celestial physicist.
0: That's gross. Can you tell us a little bit about your career, Kepler?
1: Sure. Uh, so I started off being taught by the great Galileo, but um, you know he was kind of stupid, to be honest. And uh, I proved a lot of his theory wrong. And uh, with the years of research, and you know Isaac Newton—don't even get me started on that guy—he uh, stole half my research and you know added on and added the concept of gravitation to my orbits. Like what is that crap? But. Uh, he got all the credit, and, you know, he's kind of a leech, you know? I mean, who knows who Kepler is? Nobody, you know? Just, just to really be like that. But, you know, everyone who knows Newton and, you know, they got breakfast bars named after him. They got apples named after him. Like, what is this? I mean, where are the Kepler bars? I mean, I, mean, I demand these answers.
0: Unfortunate for It's so sad. All right. So, how was your experience with... Vine Vine Space? Space.
1: Well, you know, I'm going to give you guys a 4 out of 5. I mean, the coffee was a little cold, but, you know, other than that, it was pretty good.
0: All right, go back to your grave. Thank you for coming. Bye. Thank you. Oh, wow, it'd be like that. So let's end this episode where we started. <laughs> With a little quiz. You ready? Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. He just can to orbit the planet's <laughs> relapses. Kepler. Good job. How many laws of planetary motion did Kepler discover? Three. Kepler's first law states that the orbits of planets around the sun are ellipses. The point in Earth's orbit when it is closest to the sun is called the aphelion. The amount of time it takes the Earth to spin around on its axis is called a day. We got this one right already. Yep. Wow, we really learned a lot. We actually did. Are you proud that we actually got the great Kepler on our show? Yeah, though, he called her coffee bad. Yeah, I'm kind of offended. But, you know, no one really knows about him till now. Anyways, what? next time on Face, we're going to be interviewing Galileo and seeing how trick he really is. We gotta spill the tea! <laughs>